Hello and welcome to the PropTech Hot Seat on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we explore the trends and technologies driving innovation across the built environment. This show is brought to you in partnership with PropTech Ireland, the hub for innovators, investors, and indeed for industry leaders. In the PropTech Hot Seat today is Florence Stanley, Director of Floorplate and Property Director with the giant company. And I am so excited to be introducing Florence to you today. She has a concept that if you aren't familiar with it, I think you're going to get really excited by. Florence, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carl. It's it's great to be here. Yeah, I'm um, very excited. Florence, in Ireland uh, and indeed beyond Ireland, you will be well known uh, from your time in the property industry and across um, the, the commercial real estate. But here today, we're here to talk about something that's that's uh, a little different. So I mentioned in the introduction, you're a property director with the giant company. What is the giant company? OK, so the giant company is a company that was formed a number of years ago. The CEO of the giant company is a man called Paddy Dunning. And Paddy Dunning would be well known both in Ireland and overseas. He uh, he owns and runs uh, the Temple Bar Recording Studios. He owns the Wax Museum in Ireland. He owns Grez Lodge uh, Recording Studios, which is actually where Michael Jackson made, I believe, his last album. I mean, he certainly recorded there along with many famous and well-known uh, artists. And he owns the Button Factory. And Paddy came up with this idea of creating a giant. It's a rather long story, Carol. So please, no, please, I'm, please I'm, do tell because I'm, it is I'm, so I'm, fascinating. And I, I'm going to I'm going to encourage anybody that's listening in or even watching on YouTube along with us, do a Google search as well, because quite frankly, you need to see what Florence is talking about to really appreciate um how very cool this is. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is rather spectacular. Um, I mean, in brief, maybe 10, 11 years ago, Paddy came up with the idea of creating a giant. And he came up with the idea because he was home, he, he, he was unwell, he was recovering from an injury, he was looking across a lake and uh, to a place called Lilliput. And Lilliput is where... The uh, Gulliver Travel story was written by Jonathan Swift, which is quite extraordinary. Paddy went, imagine if you had a real giant and what you could do with it. And it went from there. He met with uh, a man called Eric Fratt, who is um, a very multi-talented man and who, who is the development director with the giant company but eric is from new york has lived in ireland for the last 20 years would be extremely well known in the opera industry he has produced hundreds of shows he's also an architect by trade and he uh, and he is an incredible man <clears throat> and he got involved with paddy in coming up with this idea for developing a giant they came in to me not about the giant, but they came into me in, in my office that I was working in at the time uh, in Dublin. And they were talking about acquiring another property down Temple Bar to, I don't know, to use for billiards or table tennis or whatever, a new idea. 
And we got on very well and they started telling, we, we ended up never getting that property. They ended up telling me about the giant and the concept of the giant, which I will now tell you about. And I bought into it. And hence, my working life changed. <laughs> and, I, it's, it's such an amazing story, though, because, look, we, we use the term visionary a lot and to the point where it's lost a little bit of meaning. But actually, this is exactly where the term visionary comes from, to be able to look at a lake and imagine and actually ask yourself the question, imagine if you had a real giant, what you could do yeah. like that. That is truly visionary. So tell me, because this didn't exist at the time, the concept was being essentially sold to you. Yes. How how did they convince you that this was something not only that would that could be done but should be done? Well, it, 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 it was so funny because I can still see it in my mind's eye. Brendan Kearns was with them as well, and he 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 is the finance director for all of those companies that I I, I just listed out, and they, they I just found them very interesting and different from my typical clients. And, you know, a lot of my work, it's all property related. But uh, in the last, you know, I was deputy MD in CBRE. And yeah, I was used to advising people on properties and valuations and rent reviews and acquiring properties was something that I, I had really, you know, I, I, gosh, I acquired properties right through, you know, the early 2000s and, and was you know, around for the fall of the property market in 2009 and then continued it and would be fairly well known in the acquisition field. And they were talking about rolling out this giant. So the giant basically is the world's tallest, and this is going to sound contradictory in itself, but the world's tallest moving statue. So its head moves, it can speak, and its arms move. This, the design for the statue was 40 meters high. 40 meters high is higher than the Statue of Liberty from the foot standing on the base to the top of the hand stretched up. And I went, wow. And this statue was going to be made out of steel, covered in a matrix skin with thousands of pixel lighting and you would go into a machine at the base of the giant get scanned and you would become the giant but the giant would also have a lift an elevator which would take you up to a roof garden on the shoulders of the giant from which you could look out at the city below. So this, this, they told me about it. And I said, have you got anything to show me? And they said, no. And I said, well, have you drawings? And they said, yeah, we, we do have drawings. We can show you drawings. And I said, well, have you any models? No, no models. Any scanning machine? No, no. And I said, wow, this could be amazing. I'd love to get involved in something like this. And I can acquire the sites for you all around the world because we're bringing it around the world. And they went, yeah, that, that, you know, will you sign an NDA? I said, I will. And I did. And I took it over to London and I introduced it to 
two contacts I had through the industry. And they kind of said, don't think this is going to work. And I went, okay, I don't agree. I actually really think this is going to work. Came back to Ireland and the guys were working furiously. And I said, look, we really need to be able to show something to get somebody to buy into this. We put a proposal to Enterprise Ireland with the plans and they went, yeah, we think this can work. We will give you money. Paddy got money from different sources. A, a lot of it would have been through his various businesses. Mm. We all got involved. I worked on it for no money. <laughs> so, you know, gave my time without getting paid for it because I really believed in it and it really excited me. That all started, would you believe, in 2019. The end of 2020, I, as I said, uh, was employed with CBRE. I left CBRE and set up floor plate so I could concentrate on the giant and other projects and clients that were particular to me. So obviously I've been working in the property industry over 35 years. I'm not going to tell you my age. I thought it was time to, you know, change direction, step back a bit and not be so stuck to the corporate nine to six or nine to nine or whatever. And it is the best thing I've ever done. So if anybody's listening to me, do it. Take the chance and do it. You won't have the same guaranteed salary every month, but you'll have a lot of fun and different ideas and working with people you really like because I'm still doing acquisitions for other clients of mine. Anyway, moving Lawrence, back. To do you know what? I, I just have to interject there to say, you know, I, I talked about Paddy and Eric being visionaries. You're clearly a visionary yourself. Um, I, I love that you've just given that advice to the industry. And I'm I'm really hopeful that people will actually take it on board and want to do it, you know, because it, look, what you've done is so inspiring. And and by the way, nobody gets paid in a startup. So that's very yes. normal. You, yeah. that, that's probably new coming from the corporate world. But anybody listening into our prop tech hot seat will be nodding. Um, They'll be feeling your pain. You know, it's funny as you were describing it um, and maybe for people listening in who haven't Googled the images yet, uh, one of the ways I would almost describe this to people. It's almost like if Christ the Redeemer statue in in <laughs> Rio de Janeiro came to life I, and yeah. could and could shape shift. Would yeah. that be would that be a fair description? <laughs> it's one way one way you could describe it. I was in Lisbon a few weeks ago, and um, I I was looking across at the statue that they have, if, if you've been to Lisbon, yeah. that was created to kind of welcome uh, the ships into the port and whatever. I, I got the history of it and I was going, wow, that could be a giant, you know? So it is funny. The difference is, and this is really important, there are lots of giant monuments and statues, but this is a giant that comes to life. So whilst you have the viewing platform up on the roof, it actually comes to life. It can become you. You get scanned in a machine on the ground floor and within two minutes, your image 
is on the giant. You really, really, really need to see it to believe it. And as I said, we took it to IAPA. We created the head. The head was made. And the head that was made would be probably seven meters high or, you know, in and around, I don't know, six, seven meters high. It's currently on show in the Central Plaza in Dublin. And we actually had a launch party last night with it, another one tonight, and it will be open to the public from Friday and they can go in, get scanned and become the giant. Also there, we have the model standing on a building, which was created for a particular site in the USA. So this was going to be a 60,000 square foot building or 50,000 square foot building, 20,000 square feet on the ground, 20,000 square feet on the first floor, 10,000 on the second floor, and a 40 meter giant standing on top of it. And on the ground floor, you were going to have bar and restaurant and whatever space, retail, and you were going to have a museum, which was going to... Uh, depict what was going on in that city you know so it was going to be directly related to the city so in we our vision was that we would have 20 giants in 20 cities around the world they can each communicate with each other and if you put a picture up on one giant, so it could be used for advertising. So say, Carl, you wanted to advertise iProperty Radio, you would have iProperty Radio on one giant in, say, New York, and they would come up on another in Vegas, and it would come up on another at the same time in Tokyo and another in London. So they can actually work at the same time. Uh, the, uh, the potential extraordinary. The, I, I can see the potential has been massive and by the way I, I love the vision of having iProperty Radio on those you know that's definitely yes. you know, something to aspire <laughs> to but, but uh, you know in terms of use cases I I can only imagine maybe what the what the initial use cases as as they were conceived or maybe as they were put I, I would have loved to read uh, I, I'd love to read the feasibility study that was put to Enterprise Ireland um, about this but from the time you've opened it up to the public or even to the industry, have any new use cases maybe that weren't imagined? Have any new use cases come forward? Well, yes, and and sorry, and there are a number of things about about that. When we came, when well, we didn't come up with the idea. Paddy and yeah. Eric really are, are you know are the drivers of this, and I I've just believed in them and backed them and worked with them and have travelled. I mean, I've been in the UAE with them, I've been across the States with them, I've been in Spain, I've been in yeah, London, you know, we you, because we obviously, going back to I, me saying you need a model, they created the head, they created the scanning machine, and they displayed it at the IAPA show, which is the entertainment industry annual conference that is in a different country every year. So in 2021, we were in Spain with it. In 2022, we were in London with it. And the guys are actually going over next week to the IAPA, which 
I can't, I think it's in Vienna. I'm not going this year and we're not bringing any machines because we've done that. And we now have a base in Ireland and people will come. The interest is huge. So we have four cities uh, in the States. Korea are interested. Middle East is interested. We've visited sites in Italy. We're talking to as many people as we can. And what is really interesting, and Carol, this is what you were saying about technology. When we started this, we were talking about a 40 meter giant, but technology has advanced so much that we can now make this as small as 10 meters. So we are in advanced discussions for an indoor giant to be built and put in place in the States. And we are hoping that that will happen and it will be up and trading within the next 24 months. Actually, less is the timeline. Well, um, can so you, can that you just can explain? Then go, that can go anywhere. Yeah. So when, when we launched last night in Dublin, we were explaining... This could be 10 metres high. We're based down in Central Plaza in the Heinz building. We've taken the showrooms for four months. Uh, and we may renew it. We, we may not, depending on, you know, market conditions, etc. But you could actually put a giant on the Central Plaza that would be, say, 10 metres high. And it would work. And it's just, it's just such a draw you really really need to see it to appreciate what it is the world's biggest selfie you can get scanned you can become the giant um florence the world's biggest selfie sounds horrifying to me but yes. but, oh, but other than that i'm on board but just actually to remind people there from um friday the 22nd um, for a period of at least four months, this will be open to the public and people can go down to Central Plaza um, and, and take a walk in. But look, I, I'm really curious. And I think people listening in, um, you know, on the Proctor Hot Seat, you know, we love innovation. We love to hear about the visionaries. We love to hear about the journey. But we also know that um, delivering this has to be underpinned with, you know, a certain business model. There has to be use cases that we know can be income generating. So let's start. Uh, you know, I'm curious about the business model. And I appreciate that, as with all startups, that's probably a bit of a movable feast at the moment. But let's talk about the customers. Are your customers governments? Are they cities? Are they uh, local authorities? Well, that's the thing. It depends. It, 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 uh, local authorities have spoken to us. And developers have spoken to us because if you can imagine a scheme, I mean, you know, say, uh, like, I don't want to start giving names, but if, say, say you had a shopping centre, you know, overseas, you know, not in Ireland, because I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not going to talk about Ireland at the moment, but... Um, and the reason I'm saying that is because we've only launched it in Ireland this week. Before that, it was overseas um, because it all came from the IAPA show and, and, and that is overseas. I think the response in Ireland would be amazing. I do hope to see it in Dublin, either, you know, somewhere along the docks, north or south side. It would be fantastic in Dublin. It would work brilliantly in Cork and Galway, wherever you can draw people into and it will be iconic and it will in, 
add value to any investment. And it's a huge tourist draw. You know, there's no question about that. If you think back to, <clears throat> I think when I was told about it, and, and at the time there was no scanning machines, I was thinking of the big wheel. And the big wheel, the, the first wheel was invented in, I think it was 1887 or thereabouts. And it was one wheel. Everywhere you go now, there are wheels. So there's the big wheel, which they built for the millennium in London. But when I was a child, I used to go to Wexford on my summer holidays. And in a town village called Tom Haggard, there used to be a carnival and they had a wheel. You know, so you can get big wheels, you can get little wheels. And and wheels have ended up in all of the countries all around the world used for different purposes. And that's what I said could happen with the giant. You can have the giant giant. You can have smaller giant. I love uh, electric picnic. Imagine if you had a, a giant that was smaller and movable and you could bring it to somewhere like Gastonbury or electric picnic and use it. So how would you make the money out of it? It's getting the scans, so the individual scans, but it's the advertising as well. It's the promotion. If there was a big match on and say, the Ireland, say for example, Ireland playing in the World Cup and there are giants in all these various countries and say, uh, like it's there was one in France now and when Ireland's match was coming up, the team members could be become the giant and everybody would see them there on the giant in Paris and on the giant in Dublin and on the, like there's so many different ways this can be used. Um, have you that received? Sense to you? It, it absolutely does. But I, I'm really curious. One of the things I love about technology is that um, from the time it's imagined to the time it's rolled out, when early users get their hands on it, they can always think of other ways to use it. And that's yeah. really what I'm curious about. I would love to see what maybe non-industry people or people who are seeing this for the first time, what potential use cases they see. So have you gotten any kind of very unusual potential customer requests? Well, well, well I, gosh, I suppose another thing, and I don't know if this will answer the question you're asking me, aside of the advertising and the selfies and all of that, which is very big, and the draw, you know, and particularly a big giant, you know, like when I first went to the States, I think I was 17, and I went up the Twin Towers to see the city. So it was, you went to the States, you went to the Empire State, you went to the Twin Towers, you know. So it, it, it's that draw too. But the now, I need to be careful explaining this because I'm not the tech person. And they did talk about it again last night. And Eric would be excellent to explain it to you. They can create, and I, I hope I get the word right, it, it's an avatar of you. An, an avatar, you, yeah. Yeah, Very good. so so you get scanned. So I have on my phone, which I could show you, a picture of me talking to me. So I can go into a shop. I can, uh, sorry, I can try on clothes, okay, on me in, 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 the computer, see what it looks on like on me, because I can put me anywhere in the world. I can put me on the top of a mountain. I can put me on. 
you know, on the top of the Eiffel Tower, I can go into a shop and I can try on clothes. It's a new way for seeing how would you look if you changed your hair to this color or whatever. And I have that on my phone and it completely, it it, it actually scared me a little bit (laughs) because I also have an image of me talking to myself and myself talking back to me. That is weird. I have have it. But these are these are tools that I know there can be a little bit of trepidation around as well. But I mean, the potential, you know, the potential use cases, they're just starting to emerge. Um, It's such an exciting it's such an exciting um, area. And I would definitely encourage anybody listening in to make their way from Friday the 22nd down to Central Plaza to take a look. But before we finish up today, Florence, can you share any of the future plans for the giant company with us? Well, where we are at today is we are seeking sites in which to locate the giant and the sites. Now, when we started, it was we needed an acre and we were going to have a big building because, as I said, technology has changed and because you can have smaller giants as well as bigger giants, we can actually put this anywhere that will create a draw and pull people in to use it. And the avatar thing is actually incredible. It really is. What I would also say is we have patented this. We believe in it so much. It is patent around the world. We've paid for the patents everywhere. So we, we did that knowing this is going to work. It is going to happen. It is going to be real. And Carol, you could end up, you know, getting your next outfit by seeing it on you, on your phone. How amazing is that? So if you come in to Central Plaza and you get scanned, you'll see yourself on the giant, but you also will go away with a copy of you in your phone or on, on a stick, we'll give you a stick and you can put it on your laptop or your phone and you can move yourself anywhere, which is a completely different thing to the giant experience. Yeah, I, 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 I get I the sense. sense. I, you absolutely, no, you're absolutely uh, communicating it, 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 it so compellingly, Florence. You know, I, I, but I get the sense that we're only at the start of what this technology can do and what the potential use cases are. And I think it's one of these concepts that when it's let loose in the wild that's where you'll really see the the potential and really how how users want to experience it because we're in such a user-led um phase of innovation at the moment it's just so exciting um so listen thank you so much for sharing the story today again just encourage anybody listening in uh from friday the 22nd for the next four months to make the way to central plaza and to introduce themselves to the giant or indeed become the giant themselves um but thank you so much florence and well done to paddy and eric and the rest of the team there it's really truly visionary stuff and um i'm really excited to watch how this progresses yeah and and i will say any Anybody can contact me, you know, if they want to talk about sites or uses or or any further, have any further information. They'll get me through the giant company or through uh, floor plate, um, e- either or they will get me. 
Fantastic. And we'll share those we'll share those links when we're circulating this episode. Thank you so much. That was Florence Stanley, Director of Floor Plate and Property Director of The Giant Company. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out all of the other global real estate and construction shows on iPropertyRadio.com. Before we go, a special word of thanks to our sponsor, PropTech Ireland, uh, the hub for innovators, investors and indeed for industry leaders. Thank you to PropTech Ireland for making these conversations possible. And thank you indeed for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of the PropTech Hot Seat here on iProperty Radio. <laughs>